Welcome to the Breathing Bar, beautiful beings. Whatever realm brought you here to me, I am honored to serve you. I'm Ahuvia, and I will be your bartender today and every day. I serve up elixirs and tonics fused with all the pungent, sweet, bitter herbs and fruits from this apothecary called Living While Human. My most popular drinks are Control Yourself and Peaceful Conflict. Yet I know you'll find something on this menu that serves you. So just come in, relax, and breathe. And most importantly, how can I serve you today? bartender and I'm so glad that you came by today. It's been a really, really powerful last couple of weeks. A lot's going on, a lot of shifting, a lot of mental and emotional discomfort, but I'm just kind of flowing through it because this is what expansion is all about. Shifting and shifting can be very painful, very challenging. And that's why we created this 90-day sadhana, so we can energetically explore these shifts together and create a collective healing hub. But before we get into today's topic, I want to tell you what I'm sipping on. I am sipping on an apple, turmeric, ginger, fused with watercress, liquid cordyceps extract, chlorophyll, and a pinch of cayenne. I've really been into watercress this season. I mean, I know how healthy it was, but now I have almost a, a, a plethora of it available to me. So I've really been taking advantage of it. And watercress is very high in potassium, which I need. And it's one of the most powerful minerals for the body. It helps to regulate your heartbeat, your blood pressure, your bones. Just It helps to just kind of even out a lot of things for you. And then we want the cordyceps. For me, I'm focused on the nervous system. It's a very powerful balancer for your central nervous system. The chlorophyll has the same makeup as your red blood cells. This assists in strengthening the immune system, decreases inflammation like the turmeric. So today we're dealing with a tonic that will continue to detox mentally, help our brain, help our body, our bones during this process of shifting and coming into new habits. So we want these elixirs to be a complementary part of this process we're doing together. So that's what I'm sipping on today. So today's topic we're going to be dealing with is in order to embrace yourself, you must release what you're holding. And this may sound real simple, but it was a very profound reality for me. Because I realized that I am holding things. And I'm not going to be able to embrace myself, to come into my consciousness and that which is in me if I don't release it. 
And releasing can be you just deciding that I'm going to say, I release what I'm holding right now. Whatever thoughts that are coming to me, I'm going to release them. Whatever perceptions about what I'm going to do or what I am doing, I'm going to release them. And I find one of the easiest ways to release these unknown thoughts or these subconscious triggers is just to allow yourself to be in the moment, breathe in the moment and be comfortable in it. Meaning not feeling you have to think about it, not feeling you have to feel any sort of way or react any sort of way. When I'm in a very, very uncomfortable space, I've learned to just be in it and say, I know this is happening for a reason. And I also know that discomfort, that pain, that struggle, that's transformation happening. That's the expansion experience. So if I allow myself to breathe into it, like I talk about in this week's um, journal, I can possibly have an ultimate experience. So we're going into this concept of changing habits, you know, creating our 90-day sadhana. To change habits, of course, we have to change thoughts. And these thoughts don't change if you don't release. Because what will happen is you get all this powerful wisdom and revelations and you'll start inputting them. You'll start activating them. You'll start creating habits around them. But because you have not released the foundation of what you have been standing on these past few years or these past few months with the habits you have established, you'll find that at the end of the day, the new habits cannot really root themselves. So they're on the surface. So they may flow. You may do well with them for three months, six months, a year, but then you find yourself slowly going back. Until finally you look up and like, Dad, this is stuff I didn't want to do anymore. I said I was going to change this. But you and you go back to it and sometimes you won't even realize that you have slipped back into the same patterns or the same habits that you thought you were releasing. So that's where we are. And this week in our journal, the Summer Solstice journal that um, is on the website, we're on number three, week number three. We've developed the sadhana, or you should develop the habits and the things that you want to shift. The second week we dealt with going into triggers around these things, going into your strengths, just so you can have deeper understanding of what's happening when they come up. It's, it's important to be in control of what's happening, but in order to do that, you have to know when it's happening, when it's coming, what's triggering it, what are your strengths to use with it. And now... What processes and systems will you create in order to uproot whatever it is you're trying to release? So you may say, okay, these are four things I need to release that I know um, don't serve me. But what is your process to do that? Just to say I'm going to release them? That works for some. But I know for me, when I was trying to release, I had to have a system or I had to have something in play my arsenal, you know what I'm saying, or my support crew. And so some was music. There was a particular song that I love called Sound. And whenever I felt my spirit going into that space, I would just play that song. I would sit there and just play it. And I promise you, it worked perfectly. 
It calmed me in the moment and it allowed me to step out of it. Sometimes I had to play it two times. Sometimes I play it three times. Sometimes I had to walk around and sing it loud, breathe deeply, cry. But I stayed in the moment with it and I stayed in the moment with the shift. And because I stayed with it and was conscious of it, I brought it up and we had kind of like a dance together. And then I released it. And so sometimes I have affirmations. I actually wrote a song once. It just came to me when I was in one of my deepest moments. It came as as a spoken word. And then the tune came. And I would sing that. I would sing that over and over again. So there are different ways. There's affirmations. There's mantras. There's prayer. There's running. Some people may run. Some people may go into meditation. Some people may chant. Some people may do breath of fire. Some people may engage other people. So we have so many ways in which we can create the plan on how we'll handle these situations. The key is being focused and intentional. Anytime you want to create something powerful, you plan. You put a process together on how you're going to achieve it. And we never realized the most important thing given to us was self-awareness and our sovereignty. So embracing ourselves, coming into self-love, self-worth is one of the most sacred gifts that we can have. So we have to plan our way into this realm of reality. We can't just Think about it. We have to plan our way into it and then implement the plan. It's not something that has to be rigid. It's something that has to just keep you in awareness. So that's where we are. And that's what I mean when I say you have to release what you're holding in order to embrace yourself. Because you'll see it's temporal. That's why many times... There's certain areas that we'll be doing great in. And then other areas will say, oh, man, I need to do better. And I always say, there's not one, two, or three things. I just say there's about eight things, 11 things that create a balanced person. You can be balanced on eight of those things. And then on three of them, be totally out of balance. That's still going to keep you out of whack. So if you can evenly find yourself balanced across all eight realms, no matter if it's a high balance or a medium balance. The key is to balance yourself through every aspect of your being. And then you can focus conscious energy on evolving yourself and dealing with the areas that you may have more challenges than others. You know, a lot of times people think you have to work on everything at one time. That's not usually how it happens. I've always had certain realms where I can easily tune myself into and go in in very easily and expand and ascend very easily. Then there's other realms that I have struggled majorly in. And when I accepted that, because at first sometimes you feel that you're so elevated and you're so better than or you're so more spiritual than Because you may be higher in certain realms of consciousness and then you find other realms where you really suck. 
and it truly affects your frequency. A lot of times, spiritual frequency that you feel you have is just ego. It's a boosted ego frequency that you have. And I learned that. I learned that a lot of it was ego. And when I was able to come out of my ego and really just humble myself and see there's no one higher or lower. And it's not even about comparison. Everyone is where they are in their frequency. There are areas that people that you feel who aren't spiritual at all, that they've mastered, that you may not have mastered. So that's why we always say, hey, don't throw stones at a glass house because we all have glass houses. So we just need to do our own work, embrace ourselves and stay out of other people's business and let them embrace themselves. Because other people's reality and expansion is theirs. And there's no way that we can ever understand the depths of what people have gone through in this lifetime, in their parallel lives, in their past lives, in the, in the lives they are astral traveling to, in their consciousness. We don't know. What we see is not the full entity. It's just one aspect or two aspects that we may see of that being. So we have to be humble and very aware of that. So I'm going to leave you with that. I just wanted to expand this um, next sacred sadhana journal entry on Brace Yourself. This is week three. And if you want to download them, we have them available on the website, according to Huvia. We have the first three for the sadhana. And if you already created your sadhana, wonderful. That your 90-day transformation, those rituals and habits that you desire want to change because you may feel that they no longer serve your higher good. So we want to really do it on a root energetic level, shift energy. That's what we're all about, shifting energy. So it's available there. And then you can go to the breathing bar, where we are now, um, to hear also the last episodes. And then if you want to go back to Root Yourself, which was our spring equinox flow, that's available also. So we will talk soon. Again, I'm a Hoover bartender. And I am sipping on that apple turmeric gender with watercress fused with liquid cordyceps extract, chlorophyll, and a pinch of cayenne. And all of these recipes will be available and then at the end of the month, at the actually at the end of the summer solstice, I will have all the recipes for the spring equinox and the summer solstice for you to um, have for your availability. So you all have a blessed day. Thanks for coming by the breathing bar and we will talk soon. Give thanks, beautiful beings. Shalom.